is from Psalm 103, and it's verses 13 to 19. As the Father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone and its place um, remembers it no, no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. one of the phrases we use on this day is lest we forget why do we have remembrance day why do we have remembrance Sunday lest we forget um, we were rehearsing last week uh, and I hope we're going to do it today but up at the war memorial and it was the children reading out the names of those people who Pembury who have died and I think this is a brilliant idea because as we go down the generations we all need to be aware of the sacrifice that was made and the people of Pembury who have given themselves. Lest we forget. It is easy to forget, as Nicola said earlier. I want to declare something very important. We might forget, but God remembers. Every one of those names that's going to be read, every one of the names that is on this display here, we bring this out every year because this is the people of this fellowship who gave their lives in the Great War. Was it so great? No, of course it wasn't. First World War. To us, they may just be names. God remembers them. God knows them. If you're a scientist, you know that life is very, very fleeting. You'll know that the universe is vast. And you'll know that we're just a blip. In all eternity, what does our life amount to? Right? Not very much. And if you just look at life from that scientific angle, you think, well, what does my life matter? But the thing is, it's because that our life is so fleeting. It's because we're so fragile that God has compassion on us. He remembers how we are formed in the creation story. Adam was formed out of the dust of the earth. The name Adam comes from the word Adama, which is the earth. He's of the earth. The Lord remembers how we're formed, and he remembers that we are dust. And because he remembers that our life is so fleeting, we're told he has compassion on us. As a father has compassion 
on his children. Should I say, as a good father has compassion on his children. Not all fathers are very compassionate. If a father has pity on their children, cares for them, how much more does God care for those? It says, who fear him. And this isn't the kind of fear which is a runaway kind of fear, be scared of God. This is a fear that just acknowledges God. This is a fear that says, God, I believe in you. God remembers us. He remembers you. He has compassion. But the world does forget. I know the names of my grandfathers, but I don't know the names of my great-grandparents. And I don't really know anything much about them. That's my family. It's just a few generations, but I've forgotten. And needless to say, in a few generations, I'll be forgotten. The world does forget. It says here, the life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. Uh, but the wind blows over it and it's gone. Its place remembers it no more. Nick mentioned the Flanders fields where the poppies grow. But you know, were we not told, were there not the crosses and stuff, we wouldn't know that there'd been a battle fought there about 100 years ago. You wouldn't know now, would you? Go down to battle. Go to Battle Abbey. You wouldn't know. Actually, it's very small by comparison. You wouldn't know that William and Harold had fought there about 1,000 years ago, would you? Were it not for all the English heritage plaques and all the rest of it, but it's all there. And when a flower grows up, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Love flowers. But the wind blows and they're gone. The world forgets. And life is fleeting. But God remembers us. God remembers us. And so my third and final point, very brief today, is that in response to this, Let's remember God and his ways. With those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. Do you know, it is so easy to get overwhelmed. You know, back in the First World War, they had the reports of what was going on uh, on the front. And you'd read the newspapers here in the UK but it was a very controlled story that the people back home were fed. It wasn't the whole truth. Oh, our boys are doing great. <laughs> but it didn't describe the horrors of the trenches. It was, it was only after the Second World War that the true horrors of what had taken place in the concentration camps, camps was discovered. But now because of 24-7 news and social media and all the rest of it, we see instantly What's going on today in Ukraine? We might not be physically there, but it feels very close. And it actually can be pretty traumatic, even for those who are just watching from a distance, as we are. And it's so easy to become overwhelmed with this and all the chaos in our world and all that is going on, to feel utterly overwhelmed by that and to enter into despair. But I want to say today, please, Remember God and remember his ways.
from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him. God wants us to know that we dwell in that place of love because of what Jesus has done, as Nick said earlier. We are those who dwell in the love of God. And it's against the backdrop of the horror of the wars that even go on today. The millions who died. I mean, the 20th century was appalling. The two world wars, Vietnam War, Korea War, it just goes on and on and on. Iraq, Afghanistan, and so on and so on. And we look at Ukraine today and we think, oh my goodness, what is the point? Why bother invading that country? What a waste of life. What a waste of money. What a waste of resources. And I don't know about you, but I think, oh my goodness. But so important for us to remember God and his ways. That he, yes, is faithful. That yes, he is a God of love. And even in the midst of this terrible reality, from everlasting to everlasting, God's love is with those who fear him. God's love is with those who acknowledge him. God's love is with you. You are loved. As we said at the start of the service, that is who you are. You and I, we are loved. And this goes down the generations. His righteousness is with the children's children. This is the narrative that we actually live in. So we don't stand in that place of despair and, and all the rest of it and cry out for God. It might feel like we sometimes do that. I get that. But actually our reality is that we stand in the love of God. And it's from that place of safety and security that we then can pray for peace in our world. Lest we forget. Why do we say lest we forget? So we remember those who've given, gone before us, but also so we don't make the same mistakes again. You know, I'm, I'm listening to an audio book, Andrew Marr's History of the World. <laughs> it's a big book. <clears throat> but one of the points he makes in this book is that the history of mankind is the history of war. You know, I'm hearing about, I don't read it, um, listening to about this, Alexander the Great. What did he do? He fought wars. <laughs> listening to about the story of the Roman army. What did they do? Yeah. Fought wars. Hearing about the Chinese dynasties. What did they do? They fought wars. The history of mankind is so often the history of war. Let's not be surprised by that. And let's not glorify war. Let's not be sentimental. Let's not be nostalgic. You know, as a musician, I've done the sort of Glenn Miller gigs, and people get a little bit too nostalgic about it. Oh, my goodness. What is there to be nostalgic about? It's awful. But let's remember God and remember his ways. Dave will tell you that if you're in the forces, you obey your commanding officer. Am I right? You don't go, yeah, maybe I will, maybe I won't. <laughs> I don't know. I've got to weigh up my options, sir. I don't know if I'm going to do that. No, you obey orders, don't you? And of course, that is what we do. I, I, I was just... Uh, a message with my, uh, an old school friend of mine. He was a Marine, and, and when the Queen died, he said, she was my first boss. The Queen was my boss. And now, those in the forces will be able to say, the King is my boss. He's my employer, if you like. And what do we do? Well, might not be directly King Charles, but I obey those in authority above me. 
And that's what you do if you're in the forces. But whose army are we in? We're in the Lord's army. And whose kingdom do we ultimately belong to? It's the kingdom of God. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Do you know, so often in history, people have thought, and Bob Dylan sang about this, they thought that God was on their side. You know, the chaplains praying, oh, well, you know, God's on your side. But the truth is that war's a mess. And that the kingdom of God is not the kingdom of this world. I'm not British first and Christian second. I happen to have a UK passport. But my ultimate citizenship is where? In heaven. It's the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. And so, who's our king? Our king is the Lord. Our king is King Jesus. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. That means his throne will last forever. Now, Putin will not last forever. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. And his kingdom rules over all. And what that means is that when we pray, we have the authority to pray into situations from the place of the kingdom of heaven. As children of the king of kings. So let's do so with authority as we pray for peace in our world, as we remember God and his ways, and as we recognize that God remembers us. Father, thank you. Thank you that you have compassion on your children. Thank you for how you're moving. We want to recognize the move of your spirit among us and in our communities. Lord, would you be leading us as children of the King to be those who have compassion on others, to be those who remember you, to be those who remember your ways. Thank you, Lord. Commit ourselves to you, Lord. We're going to sing our final hymn and the band are going to come and we're going to sing about it's Christ alone. He's our cornerstone. He's the one we look to. He's our king. He's our righteousness. I invite you to stand and sing.